You're listening to the Short Shift Podcast, proud member of the Black and Gold Podcast Network. You can support the show by leaving a comment and five-star rating on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Player FM, Google Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcast platforms. Cynically acclaimed, incredibly online. And now your hosts, Thomas Nystrom, Andrew Johnson, and Ian Bonner. Enjoy the show. Hi, folks. We are back. We're rolling right along, right into the uh, this new season. I got Andrew Johnson with me. Andrew, how you doing? Doing good. Feeling great. Ian, how you doing, brother? Yeah, I'm feeling saucy. Let's get to it. I'm excited. Right off the clip, Char signs with the Islanders. Andrew called this two weeks ago. I did not call it last week. I was wrong. It's okay to oh, be wrong. Feels good. <laughs> <laughs> so no official contract released. We don't know the terms. I'm assuming it's pretty damn close to league minimum, similar to to what he did it's with the Caps. Be. It's it's got to be something like that. But I I think Andrew's right. It is a good fit. Part of me is disappointed in seeing it because the Islanders have kind of been a thorn in our side the last couple of years. But uh, he's going to end it where it started because I would assume this has to be it, especially because this is a full season as opposed to the abbreviated season last year. He ran out mm-hmm. of steam towards the end of last season. I would assume it's probably going to be a similar thing if he's playing the same type of minutes. Well, first of all, I'm, 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 I'm going to pose a question here. Do you guys think that Chara plays all 82 games this year for New York? No chance. No, no. I, I, and I, I don't can't imagine that's the I don't think he does. Yeah, I can't imagine yeah, that's I don't the, think he the does. intent. I think that is the best case scenario for him. That Barry Trotz realizes his, his limitations, doesn't overtax him. If I'm, 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 about to, I'm about to do something sacrilegious in this pod, uh, Thomas, and I'm about to praise Lavi, Peter Laviolette. He I'm realized... Gonna, I'm going to go ahead and uh, take my headphones off for a couple seconds then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, uh, you don't have to... You, you, can, you can mute me here, but <laughs> Laviolette did a great job last year in realizing, oh God, he's cooked and heavily sheltered his minutes towards the end, even though we played every game except one last mm-hmm. year, his minutes towards the end were incredibly protected. I think this is the same thing. And I think Trotz is, Trotz is, Trotz is infinitely smarter than Laviolette. He'll understand right from the get, okay, this is what I have in Zidane Ochara, a stalwart stay at home, third pairing defenseman who I probably can't play every game. Um, the best case scenario is that Trotz realizes this and says, okay, you're in for about maybe 50 games, 55 games. We're going to keep you fresh for the playoffs because they've proven it two years prior. Long runs, they, they, go, on the, they go on these long runs that defy expectation and analysis. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario, 82 games, top four minutes kind of drags down the defense with him. Wait, so I think, I'm confused by the yeah. way you did worst and best, right? Why? Because be- worst case scenario being 82 games is worst case scenario is that Trotz doesn't realize that he's that, that he runs out of steam and that so he's worst case for the Islanders. For or- yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Worst All case right. for the Islanders. Okay. For us, that's the best case scenario. Yeah. <laughs> well, does this make you worry about the Islanders less or more if we see them in the playoffs? I would say less. Right? If if he's playing substantial minutes. Because he'll then, be playing in the playoffs. Yeah, right? I mean, he's, I would he's actually, gonna, but... Yeah, I would actually say about the same. Yeah. I would really say about the same. It, this like, doesn't move the needle for me at this point. It's, if he plays 60 games, less than 12 minutes a night for the regular season, and he's feeling fresh enough mm-hmm. in the playoffs to play some substantial shifts, he can cause havoc. But sure. it, we kind of saw the opposite last year. So I'm right. I don't Watching wanna... him last year kind of made me go, I got no issue playing against him yeah. in a playoff series. Mm-hmm. I got none. And I, 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 I'm not trying to shit on the guy, but he's, he is 44, almost 45. He's going 
to be getting slower as he goes. Like this isn't a Tom Brady story. I'm sorry. It's a guy who just wants to stay in the league and he still deserves to be in the league, but he's not a top 5% guy. I, I just, I'm he's a third pairing defenseman at this point of his career. And that's okay. Yeah. And he can't be on the penalty kill anymore mm-hmm. because they attacked that side of the ice for him. And even with his long reach, he still gave up way too much, albeit with a young goaltender who might not have been playing that side the way he should have behind a body like that. Let's mm-hmm. give him a little bit of leeway there, mm-hmm. but teams were attacking that side and we heavily attacked that side on the power play. The Islanders do have a lot better defensive structure than the Caps ever have. Oh yes. Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. He's going if, to definitely benefit for that. If you look at it as take away the name, take away the experience. If you look at what the player is going to be paid and what mm-hmm. the expectations are, mm-hmm. it's, it's fair for him to still be in the NHL. Yes. For those aspects. But when yeah. you look at the name, you look at the history, you look at the accomplishments, it's 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 a different pair of glasses that you're looking at it. I don't want him to fall apart. I don't want to see a, a, a Chara limp into retirement. I almost thought we saw that last year. I, I kind of did too. And like that's why I was thinking like, oh, within 14 days, this guy's going to retire because it was just a matter of time before he's just said, you know what? It's not worth it. I'm going to stick with the family. I'm going to get my banner night. I'm going to be celebrated at the garden, sign, sign a deal. Like we're going to be talking about this literally a year from now. Mm-hmm. We're going to, we're going to be talking about it and he's going to have some sort of ambassador role. He's going to have some sort of role with the Boston Bruins as he retires. Let's I will say Thomas, your, your take of him going to Florida would have also, would have also made sense. It, it would have, of, I think for me, Florida's going for. Yes. And I, it would have made sense in terms of like, structure like team structure and what what they would have needed out of him just take into account like i know he does some summer stuff down there with his family and whatnot and it was just kind of a little bit out of the way of us where it wouldn't have been as irritating to watch because now i'm going to probably watch 10 to 15 more islanders games than i did last year Sorry, Uncle Bob. I don't like to watch the Islanders as much as you do, but <laughs> uh, the hot take bear just went by. <laughs> he's mad. He's mad at that take, Thomas. <laughs> All right, it's okay. But uh, yeah, you know, good for him. I think we're. I think none of us, either in this pod or listening to this pod, are in any position to tell anybody when to retire. We can be concerned for their. We can be concerned for their well-being, a la under Kasha. Yeah, we I was going to say Kasha. Yeah, I'm worried about be, him. We could we could we we could be concerned about their well-being, a la Kevin Miller, or we could be mm. concerned about them just being too old and ineffective, Chara. But at the end of the day, if he still feels like if he still feels like he can be effective, and there's a team out there that's willing to give him a contract, hi Lou, mm. you know, keep playing, dude. Yep. Like I'm, 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 I'm glad for him, but I'm not sure how well this is going, how well this is going to go long-term. It'll start well. It'll start really well. I think try, I, I think if anybody can shelter his deficiencies, it's going to be New York. Mm-hmm. So, which is partly why I thought he was the best. New York was the best fit. Yep. Speaking of signings, boys. A really big one came across the came across the wire just uh, just a day ago. Ian, Zach Senishin is a Boston Bruin. He's a Boston Bruin, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Let's Don go. Sweeney locking up the fifteenth overall pick for seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Sweeney know, strikes again. I can't keep up this bit. Look. You know why? You know why Sweeney shouldn't have done this? Just so we didn't have to keep hearing about the pick. Yeah, like the, it, it revived. Not that it ever died at all, but it revived it never the will conversation. Die, Ian. You know that. But now, full force again. Twenty fifteen, Sweeney sucks. Blah 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 blah. Look, this is a guy that's that's money that's easily variable. Yes, he asked for a one way contract, and people started shitting on him for it. Guys, what is he a jabroni? Of course, he's going to ask for a one way. Like, why would he not ask for a one way? You always ask for a little more than you know you're going to get. He got a two-way. He's easily (laughs) variable money in the AHL. He's a depth forward signing. The only reason people are upset about this is because where he was picked in the draft. 
This is a non-issue. None of us should be upset, but upset about it. What were we going to spend that money on? What what seven hundred fifty thousand dollar guy was going to be that much better than this kid? Not much. I, I just I can't name one that I'm like I'm sure he'll be better than Zach Seneshin this year. <laughs> if Brandon Carlo was picked number fifteen, and Zach Seneshin was picked number forty two. This conversation doesn't happen. Well, Zach Senechin wouldn't have gotten that deal, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think yeah, yeah, exactly, you know. exactly. There you go. But I've been kind of out on Senechin for a while, like, and I think that's I and, and Ian McLaren of Locked On Bruins made a really good point about that conversation. Ian, um, he didn't draft himself. He's weighed down by the expectations of that uh, of that of the slot in which he was picked. It wasn't, it's not as, it's not his fault. I still think he could be, I, I still think he could be an effective professional hockey player. And is that in the NHL? I don't th- I don't know, but it's probably not going to be for Boston. Mm-hmm. He's going to, like you said, he's going to be a depth forward top six minutes in Providence kids fast as hell. Kid can, kid can fucking skate. He's going to be entertaining over there, but the amount of people getting really worked up over this enough. It was, yeah. it was a slow the horse is week. dead. The horse yeah. is dead. It was a slow news week. And I think the agitated end of the Bruins fan base just needed something to bitch about. Honestly, mm-hmm. like money one year. It's like, just shut the fuck up just for five minutes. Just let the team do literally management money fucking things without running your mouth for five seconds. I'm not a big Senishin guy. I don't think anybody necessarily is a big Senishin guy. I don't think anybody here, and I don't think anybody here has any delusions about what Zach Senishin is at this point. Yeah, but you yeah. give him one year for basically minimum wage when it comes mm-hmm. to professional hockey money to mm-hmm. see what he can do with one more professional season. Because last year, we talked about it last, last week on the podcast, last year was not a normal season. Right. It was a wasted year for a lot of developing players. Yeah. He's a developing player. That's mm-hmm. it's, it's really that simple. So extend right. the dude for one year. Look, we're not going to remember his name in three years. No, no. And if like, we do, not. if we do, then this deal looks amazing. So right, yeah. right, yeah. right. Exactly. Like I just this. It's such a, a non-factor, and it's funny how upset people are going to get. Now there was another Bruins pick. That's a huge factor that just finally got signed. That's right, Bruins legend. Kaprizov. It was a Bruins pick. It's just Ian, a pick I we gave up. I fucking hate. I fucking hate this segue. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a pick that, that we gave up. That is so tenuous that you're falling off a cliff. You know, you're like out of a tree, dude. <laughs> to be fair, Bruins pick fifth rounder that I believe we gave up in the coil trade. Correct. That's correct. Minnesota Wild fifth round. You. He finally gets a new deal. Five years, $9 million AAV. Good for them. They needed to do this. I don't care that he's only played 62 games with them. He finally breathed life into an organization that was crying for him. Good for them. If you're Minnesota Wild, you do this deal every time, no matter the risk, you do it. My favorite, my favorite thing about this, about this deal was the, was the thing leading up to it where the KHL is offering him $10 million. Which is bullshit. A year. It's bullshit. Quick, off the top of your head, what is the average salary cap for a team in the KHL? I looked this up. The salary cap? Like the most they can spell? Yeah, no, spend? no. The, what, the, the salary cap. Uh, I'm going to go for the whole team. I'll go with $26 million. Thomas, you got a guess? I don't even think. It can't even be close to the eye. I would say half. Is it really? I was going to say like million. half of that, like 13, 14. Yeah. Well, 20, 20. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. But it didn't matter because yeah. Kirill wasn't going to sign. Like, but it's like, it's to, like Kirill's not going to sign. No one's going to believe that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really, at that point, you can't risk it if you're the wild. You give yeah. him whatever he asks for. It's like the next three years, you can't build a championship roster anyway because you have 15 yeah. million in dead cap. Uh, if you can, you're a fucking wizard. Good job by you. <laughs> Bill, but, Bill, Gar- Bill Garen's got a job ahead of him. Seriously. But I just, you give this guy whatever takes it takes to get people in the fucking seats. 
Like you need this revenue for the next couple of years where you eat a bunch of bullshit that you caused. You eat a bunch of bullshit that you shit. Yeah. Like get there, get there. And then, I mean, once you have what you, what you needed to build up the next three years, you can get whatever picks you need. You kind of do a retool four years down the road. You got your all-star guy. He's still locked in, still in his prime. Well, maybe not his prime prime, but. You, you had, you had to Yeah. He's still pretty young. So is he good 20, for them? Is he 24 or is he 20? I think he's 20. I think he's 25, but still 25 is young. Still in his, he'll be in his, he'll be in his twenties <laughs> yes. by the end of the deal or <laughs> I'm at 30. I'm not in love with the money in this deal, but did they honestly have too much other, other choice? Right. Like they kind of right. had to, especially at this point in the off season, like just get it done, get it locked up. Stop worrying about it. Risk and reward, man. I think that's, I think he's a good enough player to to get that deal. Regardless, I would fucking have him in this team. Right? You I can't be completely risk averse. Yeah. Oh yeah, in a heartbeat, you can absolutely. Fuck, I'd probably pay him nine million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have room for him over there. We'll we'll take. All right, boys. Where do you want to go next? Let's yeah. do the quick one. Let's do a quick one here. The bees have announced they are fully vaxxed for next season. Uh, I think this is good news for all of us, and it's good news for one reason: is way lower of a chance that the f- season gets stopped for the bees. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now it's still possible; you can still get COVID. There's like a two percent chance or whatever. It's like a ninety-eight point something success with the vaccine. There's still a chance you can get it or spread it. Whatever we know that, but it those chances plummet getting the vaccine for actually pausing our season. Yeah. Not only that, it's, there's a way lower there's a 0% chance of any of our players going through the COVID uh, unvaxxed COVID restrictions that, that Mm -hmm. that approximately 10 or 15 of these players are going to have to go through, you know, suspension without pay if you miss due to COVID and stuff like that. So full marks all around. Love it. Um, former Bruin Zach Ronaldo um, isn't a big fan of the uh, the full vaccination. Yeah, and uh, he is not welcome at training camp. And that, John look, Davidson that, said we signed him to a two way deal, and since he is not vaccinated, he is uh, he is being banned to AHL camp. Yeah, and look, the guy was terrible last year. He was terrible last year. Yeah. So yeah. if 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 this is the guy that wants to take a stand on it, that's fine. Like. Whatever. Make it a perfect, perfect example, dude, for but it. But the, the team is not risking the money. They can't. None of these teams can but risk the money. That's with- ultimately what it comes down to. It's like whether you want to get the vaccination or not, when it comes to what the team is trying to do, do it or don't. Luckily, the Bruins do, like you said, minimizes our risk in terms of possibly missing times. Because vax or not, any listener, if we find out that, oh, the Bruins aren't playing this game or they're missing the next three games because of a vaccination issue or an outbreak or whatever, we're going to be pissed off. All we want to do is watch hockey. Mm -hmm. So their personal business is, is their own. I don't care if they're vaxxed or not on a personal level, but am I happy that they did it? Yep. Happy that it's announced. Yep. Yep. Let's, let's, let's enjoy that. And hopefully that becomes a bigger thing throughout the league. I want to hear more teams with hundred percent vaccination because then that probably means we have a good shot of getting through this season without fucking dragging our feet through some games. Yeah. Anything I, that means hockey is good for us. Yep. Yes. Selfishly, we are being selfish and I'm okay at doing that. I am selfishly wanting to watch hockey. I want a normal fucking season. I want to watch the Olympics. I want a normal season. How dare? How dare? As you say? How dare? How dare? <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's enough talk about. Vaccines. Yeah, let's 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 go let's go back to the hockey. We had hockey on the ice, boys. The prospects challenge was this weekend. Do you know how much I got to watch? Dick. Yeah. <laughs> Ian, I know you watched game one. I did not get to watch game one because I was working. Boo. But I did get to watch game two. Tell me a little tell us a little bit about what you saw in game one. You did a more of a deep dive on your uh, low quality Bruins fan YouTube. Like, comment, and subscribe. Nailed it. Nailed it. Game one. Uh, Look, I don't want to go on a rant because the Bruins didn't do a stream. We'll talk about that in a minute. Buffalo's stream. Oh, I have feelings. Buffalo's stream was 
so bad. <laughs> they didn't try at all. And the commentators knew a few of their own players and none of ours. <laughs> like, so the first period of that game, I look, they all have new numbers or only a few of them had their established numbers. So I'm there with like no, my, my second monitor up with like a document with all the roster and trying to see the names really small next to the numbers so I can figure out who's what number so that I can watch the game and know who has the puck. Uh, but once all that was taken care of, guys, the top line of Lauco, whatever, Lee Sell, Lysel, I tweeted you guys earlier today. It's an, I've, I've been watching highlights of him. I have heard it pronounced literally every way by any language speaker that you could possibly imagine. I enjoyed Lissel. Lissel? Yeah, Lissel was a good one. And it was funny because when he did it, he went, Lissel, Lissel. And I was like, nice. I love Lissel. Uh, but Lauco... Lizelle, Aslan, Ashawn, all super fun to watch. Ashawn had a really rough first. Those four guys are a blast on the ice, and every single one of them should be exciting in a Boston Bruins uniform at some point. Very excited. What I did learn is that Lizelle is at least a year, if not two, away from being ready for an NHL position. And we'll get to that. We will. Also, Kaiser was on, and I know we talked about this, but he was on and he looked amazing, mm-hmm. amazing. So that's that's like my first game. Those are the guys that I was like, this is so fun. There were other names within, but if you want my, my quick take of the first game, that was it. I only got, like I said, I only got to watch the second game and um, the New Jersey stream was better was better was better i can't stand that chico guy <laughs> yeah he's, he wasn't paying attention to the game at all <laughs> no he wasn't he was like oh that's bro doris kid like <laughs> stop <laughs> as bro doris flopping around leaving the net six feet open fucking head budding players you're like what is happening right now although it was so if, bad <laughs> also if i have to hear the term the feet feeds the hands one more time i'm gonna God jump off a bridge it's like like it was from what you were saying it's better than the buffalo stream but by like a few degrees now judging from what i saw in the second game i i i I do need to issue a couple of um calming down statements here jesper froden is not a star (laughs) for those of you don't know he had four goals in two games three of which i believe were power play goals correct me if i'm wrong Yes, that is correct. Three of which were power play goals. He turns 27 today, so happy birthday, Esper. Oh, happy birthday, Esper. Mm-hmm. He's still not a star in the NHL. We got we, we, we have people saying, oh, we can make the team. He no. did this with prospects that were five, six years younger than he was. In some cases, eight, nine years younger. Yeah. So let's let's breathe on that one. Pump the brakes. Just pump the bit. brakes. Yeah. <laughs> Second of all. One guy that really stood out to me, and um, I'm gonna make I'm, I'm gonna make a slight hot take on this one because of what I saw from him for Providence last year as well. Uh-oh. The next two way guy is going to be Voyer. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, yes, it is. He is. I don't know if he has the skating to stick in the NHL, but. He has some bite. Like I think, I think you called it, Ian, that he's a biter. <laughs> he's a literal biter. I would not get in an elevator with the guy. And he was doing what McKinnon, Ian McKinnon, was trying to do. McKinnon was going. McKinnon wasn't trying, trying to, to do dick except fight. He was trying to fight everybody, and he wasn't playing any hockey. And it's funny because after. Ryan Mujanel talked about McKinnon. And when I had to draw him back, yeah. And at a certain point, you want the kid to play hockey. And I was like, yeah, I do know what I'm talking about. Thank you for backing me up, Mujanel. Well, I mean, it's, it's a prospect <laughs> showcase. And all he, yeah. did, all he did was showcase that he wants to fight people. Like, this is, <laughs> this is a glorified skills exhibition. And mm-hmm. that's what you're doing? Like, that's a bad look. It's a bad look. Well, but last boy, year yeah, in Providence, did it 18 games, 81 penalty minutes. Yeah. He knows his role, at least. <laughs> That's it's a little impressive, at least. Yeah, especially in this day and age. Yeah. But yeah, 
Voy- I-, I really liked Voy- Voyeur's game. He laid a he laid a couple of big hits. Um, also, and Oscar Steen has my heart, guys. I love watching that kid fly around the ice and just be a pain in the dick to anybody who is remotely wearing another jersey. <laughs> He's so annoying. He annoys me and I'm rooting for him. Yep. <laughs> so, he, he did run out of gas. Well, you bit. didn't even see the game. The first game, he was like that the entire game. It was mm-hmm. beautiful. He was so, yeah. so aggravating to the other players. And he wasn't aggravating because it was dirty shit or chirping a lot. He simply would not give up on plays that most players are coming away from the scrum. Like, I have the puck. And this guy kept going. Like you guys have all played sports in some level at some point, Mm -hmm. that guy who just wouldn't give up. And you're like, he's not even doing anything shitty. I'm just sick of him. Like fucking go away. He's that guy. And it's, that is what we used to call a gym class hero. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But in a showcase, you gotta, you gotta be a try hard, be a try hard. hundred percent. Yep. Steam Um, engine on the uh, nice on the other side. On the other yes. side of that, though, there's the nickname. I yep. love it. <laughs> Curtis Hall had a bad first game. Yeah, not a bad one. Just an eh. He had a bad second game. I didn't notice him. I watched really? the whole thing. I didn't notice him once because I know we all went into that game this weekend. Kind of be like, let's see what he can do. He got some really nice compliments. Like we named him in the last pod. Almost really almost wonder if those compliments were to try to to get him amped up for this challenge. And mm-hmm. he failed. You yep. failed it. Curtis, if you listen to the pod, like <laughs> stop reading your own nail clippings. Nail clippings? <laughs> nail cl- what the heck? <laughs> stop reading your uh, Curtis Hall. If you're listening to the pod, stop reading your own pr- press clippings there. Yeah. Yeah. Although, although if you listen to the pod, you got three fans. Like we, we all want you to succeed. Man. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like the cut of your exactly. And, and Ian, why don't you say m- what Mujanel's comments were on Hall after the game? But because, man, he, he chopped kinda, him down a couple of pegs. It's kind of brutal, man. Just reading it. I wanted I didn't hear the actual audio clip of him saying it, but reading it word for word is just it felt it felt rough. What was it's the quote, Ian? So I, I don't have it in front of me, in front of me, so I have to kind of paraphrase. But basically, they asked about Curtis Hall, about where he was. He mentioned that it's just a guy who's trying to figure out what his ad- identity is. He is a great challenge for a coach. <laughs> that is not. And yes, he went on to say he's very young. He's younger than Lauco. He's all this stuff. That's such a tough thing to hear as a player, because as a player, you want to hear he takes direction really well. He understands his identity, how he fits into the team. Yes, he needs to get better at A, B or C. You never want to hear this guy is a challenge for me. Like, Mm. that's so crushing as a player. Literally, that's that's a way of saying, I don't know what the fuck to do with him right now. Right. No, you don't want to hear that with a developing player. He better figure it out because he's going to be seeing him all year. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure they will. Like that, that's there's going to be. Look, these guys are in those positions for a reason. Very good at right. their jobs. Mujanel obviously is the new head coach of the HL. But I just that's such a tough thing to hear. That was that was. Ooh, I, you, you, I read that and you posted in the in the group chat, and I, I had to confirm it. I'm like, hey, that he couldn't have meant that, but I read it and I was like, oh my god. Within three uh, days, feelings were high. Feelings are low now. Yeah, that's, that's it was how, a really welcome, rough swing. Welcome to your first real. You're in the pros, kid. Yeah. <laughs> I did want to mention a couple guys that uh, aren't going to be on a lot of people's radar. First of all, Ryan Mast. Again, we did mention him. Great yep. name. Yep. He is a guy who has all those tools, right? He has a size. You can tell he knows what's going on around him. He had a really kind of subpar first game. And second game, he picked it up. He Somebody is, got in his ear to shoot the puck because he was shooting the puck a lot. I was getting the puck up up t- towards the net, typical shots, right? Pucks and bodies to the net. Somebody got in his ear, so he obviously takes direction. I think he's three years away. I think this is a guy that for the next couple of years don't even really pay attention. Like you can get excited about prospects, but like this guy is not close to the NHL. For the sixth round pick, fine. But yeah. he has a lot of stuff where you go, man. You're a good looking hockey player out there. Like you get it. You understand it. You're just getting caught watching too often. You haven't adjusted to the speed of these older kids. Like he's a few years away, but I was impressed by what he flashed at moments. Uh, And then Noah Dory, I have to look up the rules. He went undrafted. 
in his first years of eligibility. I don't remember if he has to go through two more years before he is allowed to get signed or if the rules currently state that after one draft of not getting signed, he's just a free agent. I, I forget. He's 18 years old. This guy's awesome. He's so he had one game, which was the second game. He didn't get a ton of minutes. Awesome. He's he very, very... He, he is six, four, 220 pounds. And he toe dragged the fuck out of a guy. And I was just like, this guy is great. He understands how to get the puck through. He's he is a extremely player. raw. Let's be, we'll be but fair for that. He's but... very raw. He's yeah. years away, but this guy has it. Mm-hmm. And it is so fun to watch these moments with him. And I really hope that the Bruins, because he is going to, no, I have to he's check going to the, the dub. He's going to the dub. Okay. I think he's playing, I think he's playing for the uh, Winnipeg ice. Let me double, let me double check that. But yeah, he was just, oh, he was so fun to watch and surprising, really surprising to me. Um, on the negative side, Brady Lyle had a tough weekend. I, uh, I did not see a lot of what people said that, that he would be bringing. And I don't think that changes my opinion of him. I just think it was a tough weekend. And that's what the showcase is about sometimes. And sometimes there's your highs and lows and they just come at bad times. I'm not worried about Brady Lyle. No. It didn't do him any favors, though. No. No, I, th- I think I, Brady Lyle, st- he, let me put it this way. The worst thing that happened to Brady Lyle this weekend is that he had a chance to raise his stock and it stayed the same. But he still has camp, so. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He's, he's in camp and camp starts. This will be out Wednesday morning. This camp is today. Yes, it is. Hell yeah, dude. Noah Dory is also going to camp. He will be one of the first cut. Like, as usual, you've got these young guys that could come in by invitation and don't have a contract. But yeah, yeah. so. And he's playing for Kelowna. The Kelowna okay. Rockets. I got to look up to see if we are allowed to sign a guy like that to an AHL contract. We did that with Kaiser, I want to say. But I don't want, I, I, I got to check the age rules and how many drafts you have to be eligible yeah. for before. you. I'm pretty sure agent. we did that with Kaiser. I think he was 18. Maybe. Yeah. God, I would sign this kid today. I would. I would just because of the, the pure upside of him. And I know this is me overreacting to the weekend, right? But God, was he exciting, man. I was really having fun watching him. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And man we'll make we'll make this part of it quick because we we already bitched about the 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 bruins the bruins the devil stream and the saber stream but all all the bruins had to do was bring two people two of their own people to do the to do the games nope yeah that's young it. guys what wouldn't guys like us absolutely kill somebody to get a chance to call a prospect game Take, take six interns and be like, put up a broadcast in Buffalo. We'll pay for a food and board. Like, mm-hmm. just go have fun. We put watch it up it. On, a, on the website. Like, how does that hurt? We watch it. We watch it. And I don't know if I'd kill somebody, Ian. We're already, we're already doubting your sanity after last week. But <laughs> I mean, I, I I would think about it. Like, I I don't know if I want to say I would kill somebody, but like, I put I'd down de- the shovel. <laughs> I debate. I'm just saying I debate it. I'm just saying I debate it. I'd have a conversation or two. You know, I'll talk to the, I would talk to the Bergeron jersey on the wall, see what he thought about it. Oh, no. (laughs) God. God. (laughs) All I want to say about the the whole prospect challenge and all that shit, Bruins made zero effort. I would have been completely content if just somebody just went Facebook Live and just stuck their phone on the board. It's like, just at least make this much effort. On Sunday, (laughs) the balls that the Bruins Twitter showed by posting the New Jersey devil stream. Yeah. Just dumb. What else are they going to do though? Like, honestly, like I, you almost feel bad for the Bruins social media kids at that point where it's just like, people yeah. are probably blowing them up. Like how the fuck do I watch this? How do I watch this? Right. Right. Sad. Ugh, it's so dumb. This is, this that's is what happens. This is a hockey team. Yeah, I know. But, but we're only Boston. It's, you know, it's we're <laughs> small a, franchise. We're small, small market. Not a lot of fans. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the bullshit! Poverty franchise. <laughs> yeah, that's us. <laughs> Clown organization. Yeah. Two thousand eleven was the Mickey Mouse Championship. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, buddy. I was drinking. Revenge. It's so sweet. Okay. 
<laughs> oh god. So, Liesel, how we've decided it's Liesel. Liesel is headed to Vancouver. Ah. I, I, what you told me it was. I'm kidding. <laughs> Sweeney states that Liesel is likely heading to Vancouver, which basically means yes, he's heading to Vancouver. Uh, it's official. The Canucks, yes. Do we? Yes, we're trading him to the Canucks for uh, OEL. Uh, <laughs> no money retained. <laughs> so, do we care? I, it's the right Thomas. move. It's the right move. I would have liked to have seen him uh, in Providence, and I'm not saying I'm closing the door on him possibly ending up there by the end of the season, depending on how things go up there, but most likely that's the best case scenario for him. Maybe Providence next year. Let the kid develop. He's has there's so much skill, but he's got to get used to playing against the right size bodies. And if anything, being in like like we said last week, being in the WHL, rougher league, he's gonna learn how to get back up. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing that well, not not the one thing, but that's the biggest thing that he needs to work on right now. He's going to learn how to, he's got to learn how to get up. Like one of the things that we noticed in the, during the prospects challenge is that knocked down by a feather the kid is blindingly, absurdly, obscenely fast, but you touch him and he's down. He's got to be, he's got to build up that strength. And the WHL is the perfect cross section between getting used to the ice surface, playing with his peers and Learning how to get up after you learn, learning how to get up, get up eight, basically knock down seven times, get up eight. I, in my book, if he's not ready this year and I know he's still undersized for the AHL because I watched him play against AHL players and get tossed around, Mm -hmm. then yeah, let's just send him down to the next level. And again, like Thomas said, he has so much skill. That's not going to go anywhere. No pack on some muscle. (laughs) <laughs> We're good to go, man. I'm not, I don't want you in the NHL this year because you are not going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. No, you right. are not going to have a good time in the NHL. Yeah. You might There's have gonna, a couple flashy deeks, but you are going to get buried. There's going to, there, there, there would be quite a few welcome to the NHL kid moments. Yes. And I don't want to see a guy that I have really high hopes for, probably from recency bias, but still really high hopes for go through that. Yeah. Right. So, right move. Selfishly, like I said, it's like we said, selfishly, I'd want to see him in Providence, but he'd get he'd get his bell rung on a daily basis over there, and at least in the WHL, it'd be he would it would be against his peers, and he can gain experience that way. I would yeah. rather see that. Yeah. So doesn't really hit any different than last week. Yeah. We yeah. we actually said that we actually said that last week. You know, if he goes to Vancouver, we're fine with it, and. Now that it's official, you know, sometimes when you hear the news, it sometimes feels a little different than what, than the, um, what's the word? Shit. Than the uh, hypothetical, than the hypothetical, but not this time. Yeah. He is invited to the, uh, to training camp. So we'll see what they do with him there, how long he's going to stick. I, uh, I assume he will be a pretty early cut as well. He'll yeah. see time, I think, in the first preseason game, maybe two. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he'll probably get shipped. And that's not because he won't be good enough. I think it's because the team doesn't like to waste time on guys they know aren't playing for them. Yeah. Right and, but I am excited to see what players are kind of the magnet for him. You know what I mean? Like, what players is he going to be standing next to in drills? What players is he going to be talking to off of drills? Who's he going to sit next to on the bench? Who's going to be talking in this kid's ear? That's going to be interesting Bergeron. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Bergeron would love it to be Bergeron, but if it's not the obvious choice, who could it be? You know, Marshad. Yeah. Marshand, yeah. Yeah. Marshand, every time, every time that they're like, they're two similar styles. I would love for Marshand to be like, look, you don't have to do what I did to get into the league. Like I had to go a route. I was small. I had to go a route that I had to get noticed. Like you put your head down and work, man, and you can do it without doing all the chippy bullshit. Yep. Because he's about to go to a league with a lot of chippy bullshit. <laughs> so I would like Marshan to kind of give him that talk of like. He's about to go to a league with a lot of chippy bullshit and a lot of uh, receipts for that chippy bullshit. So, yeah. yeah. Vancouver, Vancouver, Vancouver Giants. He's going to the Vancouver Giants. And uh, that's Milan Lucic's old team. A little bit of a 
connection. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Nice little fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> so training camp rosters were released today, boys. Yes, they were. We're here. There was actually something very interesting. The initial training camp roster for about maybe like 30 minutes, Bruins Twitter went out of their goddamn minds. They forgot to list John Moore in it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a typo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It is. What yeah, it is. It's, it's, I thought it was really it's like, oh my God, is John Moore getting traded? And no. Yeah. It, was, it was hilarious. <laughs> it was hilarious because I was like, John Moore's not listed. Oh my God. We but don't then, have to, never mind. <laughs> we don't have to list off every player that made it to camp, but basically it's everyone who was signed to an NHL contract plus everyone who was at the prospect challenge, mm-hmm. except for I think literally one player, maybe two actually. Mm-hmm. Uh Aaron Ness yep. was signed to a PTO. Good for him. Good, good for him. Career AHL offensive defenseman. He'll Put, he'll, he'll put a little uh, flash in the back end for Providence. Good for him. He has a yeah. few games of NHL experience. Neat. Yeah. That's that's all we got to say about that. We'll have a lot more to say once we, we move forward, but all the rookies pretty much are brought in that, that just got drafted. They'll all have their couple of days in the mm-hmm. in the camp. That's really just kind of to show them how it goes, to give them a little nugget, a little, little carrot, kind of be like, this is the big show. Like, this is how we do things. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot to say about who got chosen because there's nothing all that interesting about it. We knew who was going to be coming in. The only other guy that came in um, that's also on a PTO is a former second round draft pick for the Nashville Predators, a defenseman by the name of Jack Doherty. I was looking at that name. I was like, I don't think he's signed by us. (laughs) No, he's a PTO. And that's about it. You know, there's, there's a Nashville connection for Thomas. (laughs) Yeah. I have no connection. What are you excited to see? Uh, Keezer. Oh, okay. I want to see more of Keezer. Um, we Kaiser? know. Yeah. You, Keezer. Kaiser. Okay. I was like, wait, we'll who's Keezer? Am I missing put, put, in, put, on the, put in the buzzer. <laughs> put in the buzzer. <laughs> no, say it again. Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm excited to see Kyle Kaiser. That we, we know what we're getting out of Swayman. We know what we're getting out of Allmark, who I'm also excited to see. But I want to see where Kaiser's going to end up. Like, Yeah, he's still fighting for something. I, I mean, there are other guys fighting for NHL spots, right? But Kaiser right. is fighting for the the first job over Grosnick and mm-hmm. uh, Colin Booth for Providence. Although Booth probably really isn't in that conversation as much. It's probably I don't know Booth and Brodor in Maine, oh. which is fine, which is completely fine. But mm-hmm. I want to see Kaiser actually get development level games in Providence. Like I want to yeah. see, I want to see for real what the kid can do because I think there's a lot of a lot of talent there. I know a number of people who are involved with the the BNG podcast network and stuff like that are high on Kieser as well. Kieser, Jesus Christ. Kaiser. Well, maybe you're right. Maybe it is Kieser. We're just, we're just wrong. Kieser Soze. You're just hopped up on NyQuil right now. I'm, I'm on all, I'm on Datarol. Kids, they said. Yeah. That's the perfect time to wrap this up with a little game show, right? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 60 seconds might be all I have left. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, all right. So again, it's not trivia. I do have one question that's going to it's gonna be a little trickier, I think. So we'll see how you guys answer it. Mm-hmm. Um, but who would like to start? Because I have to, there's one person. I can't give you both either one, right? I separated these. You do whatever right. you need to do. Okay. Who would like to start? I'll let Thomas start. So you did the same way. thing to me, you son of a bitch. I know exactly <laughs> what I did. <laughs> All right, guys. Thomas, you ready? Let's do it. All right. So, beginning the time now. Disney makes an NHL version of the longest yard. From any era, what NHL player is the enormous but still lovable prisoner? <laughs> this is specific. That's such a good... I, I, just, I would love to see Cam Neely. We, we talked about this on Fuck the last yeah, short right, 60. Let's fucking fine. throw him in there, man. You have a magic ticket that takes you front row to any hockey game ever played. What game do you go to? Uh, recency bias, I would probably say Game 7 in Vancouver. I would love to just see specifically those dudes Bergeron hold up the cup. Yeah, absolutely. All right, you can choose one team other than the Bruins to have the best regular season of all time and win the cup next year. Who do you choose? Probably Carolina. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
But hard to I'll, I'll, I mean, my second team is Nashville. Uh, I, I want to see that team do well. I want to see that team thrive. All right. Awesome. But you still had seven seconds left. That was beautiful. Mm, that was up so time. well done. Cam Neely still gets the, the movie role. I love he it. has to, man. Like, I, I'm trying to think of somebody else who would be good in that role. And I've talked about him before on the on the pod, Hal Gill, as another monster. Yeah. Love me some Hal Gill. But. That makes sense. Yeah. I would have yeah. uh, I would have gone with Bufflin. Okay. I, I, uh, I missed that, man. I wish he yeah. was still in the league. That's a solid, that's a solid choice. Buffling, right. but big buff. You big do. buff. All right, Andrew, All are right. you ready? Mm-hmm. There's areas I'll ever be. Here we go. All right. Disney makes an NHL version of Space Jam. What active player is cast to work with the tunes and defeat the Monstars? Nathan McKinnon. <laughs> All right, cool. You have a magic ticket that takes you front row to any hockey game ever played. What game do you go to? The one game that brought hockey back to New England. Game six of the 2008 Eastern Conference quarterfinals, Boston versus Montreal. Wow. All right. Excellent. You can choose one team other than the Habs or Leafs to never win another cup as long as you live. Who do you choose? To never win another cup? As long as you live. Oh, uh... LA Kings. I don't know. <laughs> the Kings? Wait, you, you still got 18 seconds left. This is, this, we only have three questions. Okay. I, um, I, I, I don't know. But then the Habs of the Leafs, because those are my two major ones. Um, yeah, I got it. <laughs> Just say the Rangers of Carolina, and it's when we're Pittsburgh. Oh, okay, yeah. The Pittsburgh, I'll, I'll, yeah. Hey, the, the Islanders. <laughs> Islanders, there you go. <laughs> nice job. Nice he jumped job. to the Kings. The Kings would be like the last team I was yeah. even thinking of. I don't even care. It was just like the first, it was like the first, because when you said Habs or Leafs, I'm like, those are the only two that I would rather be attacked yeah. by bees than I, watch win a cup. I think but, penguins, I'd be pretty, I'd be pretty high on. have to be at least top three. Like, obviously we know what teams I really, really can't stand, but penguins would be right up behind that. Which is why I couldn't give you that question because I yeah, because I would have answered it. yeah, I would have answered it yeah. before we even finished the sentence. Yeah. I, I actually <laughs> started to say something, but I, luckily I had my uh, mic off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was uh, God. That was fun. It's fun writing those questions up too. Uh, I want to answer the magic ticket one because that's such a fun. I I thought that question up. I was like, oh, this is such a hard question to answer. That's like, a, it's, it's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one because, but it is a good one. And like, I know the cups are the cup, but man, I, I game six in 2008 has such significance here mm-hmm. in Boston. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it, it's almost never talked about because they lost the series, obviously, mm-hmm. but it was fun as hell. Yeah. And we were so bad for the years before it. And yeah. so just getting, yeah, I would have gone 1980 miracle on ice game, the, the semifinals against the, the Soviets. I just, yeah. fuck, I love that story so goddamn much. Yeah, I mean, there, there's. It's hard to find a wrong answer to that question. It is because even really, if it's sentimental, even if yeah. it's just something that matters to you, like, hey, the first game that I want to go back to the game I went uh, first time with my dad or something, yep. whatever it is, like, yep. mm-hmm. yeah. Now, God, this, this, the sixth, the short shift is so fun. This is such a fun little. Uh, Ian, I'm not letting you off the hook though. I got, I got 60 seconds for you right now. No. You, you can't ready? reverse. Oh, oh no. Oh, you got the Uno card. Let's go. All right. Hold on. God. Let me pull up the timer. How did this happen? I was so excited. <laughs> I'm like, no pressure on you, boy. I get to just, you know. Oh, man. Ian, Ian, you, you gave us, you gave us like time to prepare. We knew this was coming. That's true. Thomas I- hoisted it on us. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even, you guys didn't even know what the hell I was trying to accomplish that day. Uh, I was afraid of trivia. I'm terrible at trivia. And I'm, I, I'm my awful brain at too. freezes and then it never like comes out. Yeah, I hate trivia. <laughs> Who was the current so captain of the, the Boston Bruins? Uh, um. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have a long history of hating certain things because of running restaurants for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in my and day, trivia is one of them. That. Trivia and karaoke can go fuck itself, like collectively. Not a trivia guy. No. Not a trivia guy. All right. But you're about to get 60 seconds. Are you ready? Yeah, already. There you go. You're in an elevator leaving the garden after a game, and Don Sweeney hops in. Just the two of you. You have enough time to ask one thing. What is it? Oh God, um, dude, what was up with the Senny pick? <laughs> <laughs> That's recency Every- bias. <laughs> it's recency <laughs> bias, but I gotta know. <laughs> You're at a playoff game. Who would you want to make lose, or who would make you lose your shit 
if they were a banner waiver that night? Oh man. Um, uh, oh, Bork, Ray Bork. Absolutely. What about in a negative way? Oh, a negative way? Um, Donald Trump. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. What player, Bruins or otherwise, comes to your mind when I say the following? Best passer? Uh, Marshant. Biggest turd? Marshant. <laughs> Erased from Bruins history? Um, oh, Horton. Face of the modern NHL? I mean, Bergeron. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't think Morgan gets enough respect. People like to bring him up. I don't think he's been erased, but he's he doesn't get enough respect for what no. he did. Oh man, it's so fucking stressful. Oh, I took that. Qu- I I took the erased thing a little differently than that. Like who I wanted to erase? Yeah. Oh no, God no. Oh wait, yeah. who do I want to erase from Bruins history? That's a really hard question. Mm-hmm. Um, who would I want to erase? Who is a really Dumb decision. Senny. <laughs> I gotta stop. I gotta stop. Senation, I'm sorry. I'm rooting for you, man. I'm rooting for you so hard. Yeah. Uh, man. To be fair, though, if I got to ask Don Sweeney about that pick and I got a real answer and I was smart enough to record it, I could finally tell the world. I mm-hmm. Depending on the answer, I wouldn't because I'm like, all right, there's a loyalty there. You don't want to just, <laughs> just run out there and be like, this is what he told me. But... If the answer was decent, I'd be like, look, this is what he did. Mm-hmm. The scouting staff unanimously was like, this guy's going to be wicked good. We can't risk losing him. Like, maybe that was it. I don't know. Yep. It's like, hey, God, it's so have, stressful to answer him. You have four weeks to prepare for this draft. Why did you take this guy? Yeah, that's right. You have four weeks. Congratulations. <laughs> I mean, there was a good point. We were just talking about this on Twitter that, like, I mean, he was part of the organization for years yeah. beforehand. Mm-hmm. And yeah, sure. Like, Yes, you know the scouting staff. I believe you know he was pro scouting before he was. Yeah, he was. He was player development and scouting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oof, that's that's a yeah. tough pick all around. Uh, what oh, else we got? God. We got nothing. That's it. That's how we. <laughs> we yeah, this. we're done. <laughs> preseasons, preseasons, <laughs> right? Fucking here, but camp is camp is fucking today. My life is about to get really busy. <laughs> <laughs> We made it. Good job, guys. We, we did it. Yay. We did it.